Hello, welcome to another episode of Gemini Babe. I feel like it's been so long since we've sat down together and maybe because it has been quite a while, maybe about a month. And I'm always talking about, oh my God, I am going to start recording more. But then I never fucking do. But this time, this time, you guys, I feel like this time I have a real grown-up excuse. It's because I've been working. Because I am relatively freshly employed after not being employed for a couple of months. But now we're here. And I've been busy. But that still doesn't give me an excuse. Like, I still have so much time to make an episode. I just feel like I've been lazy. But you know what? Here we are. Today, we are going to be talking about a subject that I stole off a girl on TikTok. I saw this video that some girl made, and she was making one of those things I could talk about for hours videos. And one of her bullet points was being in love versus the idea of being in love. Or what? What was it? It was like being in love versus... Being in love with the idea of being, I don't know. You get the point. But I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I could also talk about that for hours. So that is what we're doing today. Before we get into the episode though, I do want to make a little disclaimer because I just want to, I just want to point out, I just want to remind everyone that I am still young. I'm 19. I feel like I haven't experienced everything the world has to offer about certain things. So I don't know how qualified I am to speak on certain aspects of this. But you know, I am just sharing my own thoughts observations, feelings, or whatever based on what I've seen and what I've been through in my own 19 years of living. And, you know, maybe my perspective will change as I, you know, like, grow up. (laughs) But this is just what I think now in the present. Okay? Okay. I would be a fucking liar if I came up on here and was like, you guys... This is what it's like to be in love because I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this stuff because I can't say that I have been in love with someone yet. Maybe in the past I might have thought I was in love with someone, you know, there's like a boy and I'm like, oh my god, I've never felt like this before. Like, I like you so much. Like, is this what love is? Like, no, girl, you were 13. You were not in love with your middle school crush. You know what I mean? Anytime I feel like I've liked someone, it was never me being in love with them. Ever. Well, I don't want to be so definite on it, but I feel like when you've been in love with someone, it's not something you question. And I feel like if you're questioning something, it probably wasn't what you think it is. There is an Emma Chamberlain anything goes episode where she was talking about how when she was younger she was so boy crazy and 
compared to her friends, like she felt, or like it was as if um, she cared a lot more and she would like get so consumed by these crushes or whatever. I think it was her feminine mold episode. Don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure, but she mentioned something about the boy craziness. And when I was listening to it for the first time, I was like, oh my God, Emma, I think we are on the same page about that. Because when I was younger, I was more attached to the boys I had crushes on as a wee child in middle school and even high school. And a big reason for that, I think, looking back, is because I was so attached and obsessed with the potential and just the idea of them. You know, I feel like I romanticized the whole feeling of, oh my God, the excitement of having romantic feelings for someone. Because at the end of the day, when you take a big step back, any boy that I've had any involvement with are so average. And you can be like, yeah, no shit, Nicole. Like all these boys are from your hometown, from school. Like, what do you expect? But in my head, like they were so good. They were so different. And it's so embarrassing to think about because I put them up on such a high pedestal because I thought they were so great. And I was like, so excited about them. When in reality, I feel like it was never really about them. It was just more about the idea and the fantasy that I created because of how attached I was to the act of liking someone and being with someone in that way and like receiving that kind of attention. I think a huge, huge, huge part of why I am the way I am when it comes to this kind of stuff is because of all the fucking movies I used to watch. When I was little, I would eat up rom-coms like every day. I mean, like, I still do, but when I was younger, it was, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, I love these kinds of movies. So for a period of time, like, I would only watch, like, romance movies. And I didn't realize that that could be damaging. Like, how could a movie alter your perception of something so drastically? I don't know. But, you know, like in these movies, you follow along these storylines and it's kind of like the same thing every time where like the boy and the girl, like boy meets girl, girl meets boy, yada, 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 romantic gestures and like, oh, there's a conflict. But like the boy does something so heroic and like shows his love for the girl and they fall in love and it's so pretty, whatever it might be. All the shit I watched when I was little collectively it made me want something that is so far from reality. Like in my head, I want to be loved the way Rachel McAdams is. You know what I mean? Movies would make me think that men weren't so shitty. Oh my God, like it is so unrealistic. And in my head, I knew that. Obviously it's a movie, but It's just been so ingrained in my head. I feel like I was subconsciously looking for something like that in average men who are just humans and who are just like not, not what I would 
really want for myself. And that's why I would create these scenarios of them being such great people after they do like one good deed for me. And I'm like, oh my God, he is so special. He's not like the other ones. And then that is when I would go through like a whole spiral about them. And it is so annoying to do like, cause I can't help it. Well, I feel like now that I'm more aware of that kind of stuff, I think I have more self-control and more control of my thoughts and how I perceive people. But when I was younger, that was not the case. I didn't know why I would be so obsessed and so attached to certain people because the person that they were in my head did not match up to who they were in real life. When I say that, it kind of makes it seem like, oh, all of these boys from my past are just shitty ass people and I was just a delusional bitch. Yeah, I might have been delusional sometimes, but they were not all bad. My issue or like the issue I had within myself was that a boy would do something nice, right? And I would take that one single nice thing and just run with it and then form this whole new person regarding, oh, this is what they could be. They show me that they can be good, meaning they are good. And then I would have this whole version of them made up in my head. And then it would just be disappointing because I'm so attached to someone who is not truly them. And that is my own issue. I realized that. And that is why I feel like I struggled so much in like the boy department when I was growing up, like when I was in high school and everything, because that is so not healthy. Like I didn't realize I was doing it, but like looking back now, I can definitely see where I went wrong, which is all that matters. But it's just so interesting to think about. But now the question is, how do you know when the person you have feelings for is real? I mean, okay, well, obviously the person is hopefully real. But like, how do you know that you actually love them versus love the idea of them or love the idea of being in love with them? I think this is one of those, if you know, like, you know when you know. Like, one of those things. You know, when you ask um, someone, like, how did you know that Josh was the one? And they're just like, oh, my God, I just knew it from the moment I saw him that he was he was my soulmate. Maybe it's one of those moments, but I can never, I can't speak from personal experience because if, like I said, I feel like any time I thought I had actual feelings for someone, it was always in my head or like I was in love with the person that I made up and it was never really about the person themselves. But I would assume, I would think that you would know that the person is the right person and you truly do love them is when they match up with whatever's in your head. You know, like you have this list, I guess, in your head being like, I love this, 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 and this about them. And then it's not just in your head. Like the person is actually checking off everything and like they are what you want and you just know, you know, 
<laughs> like, I don't know how else to fucking... I have nothing to share on this subject, I guess, because I can't... I don't have anything to say because I don't know, you guys. I don't. But that is what I would think. That it just matches up and, like, you just never question anything. If you have to question something, maybe you have to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. I don't know, you guys. I'm talking out of my ass right now. I think I can speak on how to avoid being stuck in that fantasization of someone that you want to be romantically involved with. Like, if you think you're more prone to being in love with the idea of someone rather than the actual person. You know, I could just make something up to like how you can fix yourself and like not be like that anymore. But honestly, for me, it just kind of had to click. It's one of those things. Like I wish I could offer advice. I wish I could offer something, but I can't. It's just, you know when you know. It's one of those things when you know when you know. And it's frustrating once you kind of get that realization and you can look into the past and see how your perception of people have influenced how you feel about them. And realizing that it was all in your head most of the time is just frustrating because you're like, oh my God, how am I going to tell the difference next time? But I feel like that realization, that awareness is what will prevent it from happening in the future, if that makes any sense. I hope it does. It's just very difficult in our modern day dating world as well because, well, okay, that is a whole other, a whole other episode in its own. But to kind of slightly touch on it, to tie it back to our topic today, you could get attached to someone so easily because I feel like a lot of quote-unquote relationships, I don't know if I can even call it a relationship, situationships, whatever, any romantic involvement with someone, majority of it is online and you can get attached to talking to someone all the time and whatever conversations you guys are having whatever it might be you can get attached to someone just by being used to being in contact with them but like you never are gonna know what kind of person they actually are so it might it's just so weird the dynamics people have nowadays when it comes to dating it's because how can you tell if you just like the attention and the way they make you feel versus if you're actually wanting it from that person in specific, you know? And also, I feel like it's pretty easy to be in between. Like, you're not really attached to the idea of being in love and you're not in love either. It's just that middle ground where you just... You're just seeing it for how it is because I feel like nowadays everyone is talking to everyone. There's no real commitment. 
There is. There is like there are relationships. There are real things out there. I'm just speaking in a very general sense because with the state of how people are dating now and the concept of being in love and like having attachment issues or just commitment issues and all of that it is so confusing because how are you going to be able to navigate what is real and what is not when no one really knows what's going on and no one really knows what they want and no one really wants to see how serious it can go because I feel like nowadays nothing is ever serious really and sometimes when you're young it's necessary to not be tied down you know like it's important to date around because you got to figure out what you like what you don't like and what you really want for the future I think that's necessary however that might be a, a, a pro to our modern day dating because meeting new people is so easy and it could definitely help you figure out your needs and wants a lot quicker and get to know yourself a lot better in a faster paced environment but also it it causes some issues when you actually develop real feelings for certain people and how do you know if those feelings are real? If you can never really get to know them because of how flimsy people are nowadays when it comes to dating because everyone has a fucking roster. How are you going to know? How are you going to get to know people to the extent that you would need to in order to figure that shit out? Because... What everything I've talked about, like my experiences, they're all like real life face to face experiences because I'm mainly talking about the effects on me growing up, like in middle school and high school. Online dating and like growing up and entering this new era, that's a whole different thing. So I might have to just ponder about that more. And then come back to that later because I really don't know how the two kind of intertwine because it's kind of messy. It's a little confusing. So whatever. That last like three minutes was just me talking on my ass again because I really... No, you guys, like this is so interesting to think about. I haven't really thought about that before. Like the attachment and being in love with people with how dating is now. I don't know. We'll get into it one day. Today's not that day. Today was just me wanting to touch on a little TikTok blown point that I saw. So thank you for listening to this mini episode. Hopefully I'll see you soon. I'll try my best. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Goodbye.